Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be pickup. Hesitation causes rejection. Well, I've got an email here from a guy who's relatively new to my work, and he met this girl on the dating app Tinder, and he did what I used to do when I when I was in my early 20s and I didn't know any better. Obviously, he's probably a good guy. He's thinking I got to be nice, I got to be chivalrous, don't so he's like, I'll, I'll take the friendship route approach first. So he's basically banters with this girl on texting and messages for a month, month and a half before he ever gets around to asking her out. It's almost as, as if he's trying to fly under the radar, do friends only first, then later spring on her that he's really into her romantically. And obviously things don't work out real well. He goes to kiss her on their first date. She gives, gives him the cheek. Then he sheepishly takes her hand and kisses her hand instead. Goes out in the third, you know, by third date he tries to kiss her again. She turns ahead, tries to friend zone him. And it's just what I, the, what really jumped out at me about this particular email is obviously these are things I used to do when I was in my early 20s. I didn't know any better. But a lot of guys do this. They see a girl, they really like her, and they think if I just go out with her enough and I spend enough time around her, eventually she'll really see my value and my worth. And you can tell by the way he's interacting with this woman, he doesn't think that he really deserves to have her. And he ignores the fact that she's really just not that into him to begin with. So a lot of interesting things happen. She blew him off, then he sends her flowers. That didn't go over too well. That's another thing that I used to do a lot when I was in my 20s. If things were going well, I mean, it's like this is the exact kind of shit that I used to do when I didn't know any better girl would disappear or things seem to be going a little squirrely and I go, grand gesture, let me send her flowers and blow a hundred bucks, 150 bucks on a really expensive bouquet of flowers. Usually you'd always get a phone call but it never would go anywhere. It was just more friend zone, more leaving things up in the air, more, well, if I just hold out a little bit longer, maybe things will change and work out in my favor and they never do. And I'm going to explain why as I go through this email and point this out. Because this guy basically from the get-go starts out completely on the wrong foot and he should have found out when he started interacting with her that she just wasn't that into him. But when you're new to this stuff and you don't know what you don't know and you're focused on that one-itis, that fantasy, ooh, I'm going to find the ultimate person for me and you've seen so many movies and television shows where you just got to wear the girl out and wear her down and stick with it and pursue and pursue and pursue and eventually she'll throw in the towel and want to be your girlfriend and eventually marry you and you live happily ever after. But that is not how it works in the real world. So let's go through this quote that I wrote and then I'm going to go through his email. Because hopefully some of you that are watching this video can learn from this so you don't make the same kind of painful mistakes because this guy obviously he wasted several months of his life with this woman who really should have never gotten past the first date. And he should have never waited a whole month of chit-chatting with her before he got around to ask her out on a date. The idea is that attraction is not a choice. Women are either into you or they're not. If women won't kiss you on the, on the first date or at least at the end of it when you go for it, it doesn't matter. Don't waste your time. Even if they are into you, if they turn their head and give you the cheek, it means they're structured. That means they're acting like a fucking robot. They're following a bunch of rules. Oh, I can't kiss on the first day or the second or the third day or the 50, whatever it happens to be. I personally don't waste 
my time with those kinds of women. And I get grief sometimes when I do emails and I write quotes in this topic from women that go, well, I don't kiss a guy until the fifth date or whatever it happens to be. And it's exactly because those, those women are holding back. And it's a pain in the ass to go out with them because they don't act naturally based upon what their heart is communicating and what their desires are. And everything's calculating, calculated when you interact with them. And it sucks. It's not fun to date women that are like that. But women who are healthy, who have their shit together, who are confident, who really like you, who just can live in the present moment and go with the flow, they're easy to be with. And when you go to kiss them, they're going to kiss you back and they're going to be glad that you had the confidence to do it. That's what you want. You want a woman who's flexible, who's easy to get along with, not somebody that's got all these rules and things that you've got to jump through your butt in order to fulfill. It's just not worth it. And if you don't believe me and you want to go out with a structured woman, whatever, go for it. But when you get to the place where I'm at in my life and you've had a lot of great experiences, you had a lot of great girlfriends, a lot of great long-term relationships over the years, I mean, I admit, I'm fucking spoiled. I'm lazy. I'm not going to work that hard. When the first time you experience love at first sight, where you actually get to date somebody and have a relationship with somebody that you felt that way about and feels that way about you, it changes you because it's so much more magical. It's so easy to be with them. The sex is just fucking unbelievable. It, there's a huge difference between having sex and making love. It's a night and day difference. And once you experience that for the first time, you're just you'll, it's absurd to think about going out on a date with a woman who behaves the way this particular woman has behaved with this with this guy where she's turned the head and, and she's just wasting his time basically. Now he's enabling her behavior by continuing to go out with her when it's really not going anywhere. But when you don't know any better and you've never really had any great experiences, you look at this kind of a situation and you rationalize. You go, okay, well maybe it will get better. Well, maybe next time she'll be up, more up for it. And women will give you excuses and you'll think, okay, oh, if I just do that, that sounds reasonable. Okay, yeah, I'll wait a couple more days and I just got to be patient with her. You know, like what this guy ended up finding out was that later on down the road, she's dating somebody else. He's thinking, what the fuck? So let's go through the quote and then we'll go, go, through, go through his email. And the quote says, confident men do not hold back or mask their attraction for women they have romantic interest in. They know they deserve the best have high standards for themselves and have no tolerance for time wasters or tire kickers. They know that if women are flexible, romantically interested and normal, they will happily kiss men back when they go for it. They also know not to waste their time on structured women who hold back and don't kiss because they are following a set of robotic rules instead of being natural and embracing their desires. Guys who think that by masking their true romantic feelings and trying to be friends first will somehow be seen as being chivalrous will instead be perceived as being weak, dishonest, and be permanently banished to friend zone. So he says, hi, Coach Corey. I want to start by saying I have been watching your YouTube videos for a little while now and I appreciate your advice as it makes sense. So keep up the great work. Well, I think it's great that you're watching videos, but I didn't hear anything about you reading the book. You got to read the book 10 to 15 times. You shouldn't be trying to cherry pick information in the videos. And if that's the case, 
you've been watching my videos for a while, especially when you started interacting with this woman, you haven't read the book yet. Well, that's obviously why you put up with this bullshit all this time. Guys are just looking for the easy way, quick fix. Give me the one line that's going to make her panties drop automatically. There's just no such thing as a quick fix. There's no shortcuts to success. You got to put the time and the work in. The only reason I'm good at this stuff and I can help people all over the world, people I've never met or even talked to just by reading an email or this situation because I've been through this stuff so many times in my own life. And you do it over and over and over and you learn human behavior. You learn why women do what they do and why men do what they do. It's pretty easy. It's like literally you can set your watch to it once you understand true human nature. He says, I've tried to apply some of your advice when it comes to attracting women, but I still have lots of room for improvement. Here's my question. Please feel free to share it on YouTube. I met this girl on Tinder and right off the bat, we clicked. Notice how in his mind, we clicked. There was chemistry. It was awesome. We had a similar sense of humor and would text occasionally, maybe once a month at most, just to say hi. Remember, this is a guy saying, we clicked. Things are so awesome. But yet they're talking like once a month just to say hi. What's the point? Don't dither and hesitate. If you dither and hesitate, you will masturbate. I finally asked her out for sushi and she agreed. So it sounds like I guess he talked to her for a couple of months and then finally gets around to asking her out for sushi. This is the kind of shit I used to do. You think I got to talk to her on the phone for a while until she gets to know me. And then when I feel like she's comfortable enough knowing me, then I'll ask her out. But by the time that comes around, she's already fucking somebody else and thinking of you as her new gay male girlfriend or her emotional tampon or a handyman that can come over and unclog the toilet if it happens to back up or if her car battery dies, he'll fix it for her or replace it for her. The date went great, at least I thought so, with lots of banner and getting to know each other chit-chat even resulting with a possible weekend wine festival outing. So that tells me he's trying to make the second date while he's still on the first. This is what happens. He's cherry-picking stuff from the videos and he hasn't bothered to read the book because he doesn't think he needs to. But he's wasting all his time and all his money and all his emotional energy and a girl is just not that into him. Plus, he's making himself look weak. And therefore, he's, she's losing respect for him. And how do I know? You can see how she treats him in the end. No respect at all. Despite how she told him how important he was to her. We finished with dinner and she said she had to go to her parents to bake a cake. But asked if I wanted to go to the supermarket with her to buy cake supplies so we could keep getting to know each other. Which I thought was a good sign. At the end of the night, I went for the kiss. She hesitated so I kissed her hand instead. Come on, man. It's like you, you might as well just fucking bend down and start licking her feet. It's like you put her on a pedestal. Oh, your highness. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to offend you. Huh. Oh, I know. I guess it must be too soon. That is a deal breaker. You, I don't care what, how hot she is. If... If she turns her head and you get the cheek, that's fucking it. You are gonzo. See you later. No mas. 
I know, corny, but she did say that was a smooth move. Yeah. And I just laughed it off. Smooth like fucking X-Lax. We had a couple more dates and we got to know more of each other. And on the third date, I tried for the kiss again and she tried to friend zone me. Boy, that's swell. Isn't that great? After three, four months of this shit, all your troubles, all your planning and scheming, when am I going to call her? When am I going to see her next? How many times do I need to talk to her before I ask her out? How many more dates do I need to go on with her before I actually try a kiss again and maybe then I'll get be successful? When someone treats you like – think about it. You're willing to offer her your lips and she turns her head. I'm never going to offer my fucking lips to somebody like that again ever. And the only way she'll get another chance if she goes out of her way to make me know that she'd like to see me. Otherwise, it's not worth your fucking time, dude. I said I wasn't interested in being her friend, but we could keep going out and see what happens. No rush. Well, again, if you knew the book, you wouldn't you would have never gone out on a second date. But you're cherry picking information from videos, trying to go for a shortcut, look for the quick fix. And look, you wasted four months of your fucking life on nothing. I just wanted to have a good time since we seemed to have good rapport with each other, so we did. If the girl really likes you and you talk on the phone for 10 minutes, you're ta- say you met her on Tinder, you should be able to make a date. And if she won't make a date or has excuses, don't waste your fucking time. You want somebody who has enthusiasm for you, who's excited, who's honored to meet you, who's honored that you asked her out. When somebody treats you like a second-class citizen, no fucking way. She went out of town for the weekend, came back and said, we have gone out on enough dates and she doesn't think she will change her mind about wanting to be just friends. Again, I told her I wasn't interested in just friends and stopped contact after that. A week went by, she contacted me and said she missed hanging out, which I took as a sign to re-pursue. So what does that mean? You went right back to calling her and texting her? When you get pushed away like that, when you get blown off, you, you're never going to call or text again ever. 100% of it has to be done by her. She needs to earn a chance. But instead, it's like he's, okay, now I can go right back to groveling. How'd that work, work out the first time you tried it? Not too well. We made plans to go out for my birthday. So you're treating this girl like a, a girlfriend. And what does that tell you? you You've gone out with her several times. You talked to her for four months and all she gives you is the cheek and then you're making plans on your birthday to hang out with her. What does that tell her? Obviously, you got nothing else going on in your personal life. And you're a little clueless because you keep taking her out and trying to change her mind in essence. He says, my birthday came and went. He said, we made plans to go out for my birthday but I never heard from her for a few weeks. So she blew you off. So more than likely, he started calling and texting again and she blew him off for good. A lot of guys make the mistake. They, they go no contact and then as soon as a woman starts reaching out again, they think, great, I can re-pursue now. 
let me go back to calling once or twice a week, trying to get her to go out. You never do that. When you've been blown off or pushed away, that's it. It must be her idea. Because unless a woman starts reaching out and starts to pursue you after this third or the fourth week, it ain't going nowhere. It never becomes her idea. You never get enough time away from her for those feelings to develop. He says, my birthday came and went and I still thought about this girl. Notice how he's only focused on his interest and he's completely ignoring the fact she blew you off for your birthday, dude. Have some self-respect. Why would you ever call anybody? What if your best friend blows off your birthday and you don't hear from him for three or four weeks? Are you going to call him up and say, what the fuck? You're like, screw you. Obviously, we're not good friends. So I sent a small flower bouquet to her work with a note saying, when am I going to see your beautiful smile again? That's a bribe for a date. That sounds really strong and confident. Mm. She later texted me the next day to thank me. Notice how she waits a whole day to get back because you're such a priority to her after she's already blown you off. And apologize for the late response. I said, no worries. She said she loved them but was surprised. Because she's thinking, dude, how could you not gotten the hint that I'm not into you by now? I asked her why and she then proceeded to tell me that she had started dating someone at work so the guy was taken aback by my gesture. And then she tries to make him feel ashamed like how dare you send me flowers when I'm dating a coworker. I apologize if I put her in an awkward situation but I didn't know she was going out with someone. Well, that's why you don't run after somebody who blows you off, dude. Hey, don't feel bad. I did this shit as well when I was your age. I just learned from it. So the idea is if you'd have read the book, you'd have saved yourself four months and whatever the money was you spent on that bouquet of flowers because more than likely they probably ended up in the trash because she didn't want them around the house because she didn't want the guy who obviously was upset that she was dating from work to be bothered by it. So as soon as he complained about it, she probably took the flowers and bloop, threw them right in the trash. She said she wished we could have been friends. I told her I was not interested in just friends with her. I said goodbye and told her things didn't work out to give me a call. Well, that's one thing you did do, right? Please help me improve my game by pointing out my mistakes in this situation. Well, you didn't follow instructions. You didn't read the book. You just cherry-picked some information from the video. So quite frankly, dude, you did it to yourself. You deserved it. You deserved to get burned. It's like what Ayn Rand said. You can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. And when the coach says, read the book 10 to 15 times, and you go, pfft, <laughs> 10 to 15 times, I ain't got time to read it once. Like, okay, well, how much fun have you had the past four months with this girl? And how much money have you invested in her? And how many hours have you laid awake at night thinking about her and thinking about your next move when the reality is you should have completely forgotten about her three and a half months ago? But like I said, read the book 10 to 15 times because these are the kinds of things you're like, it hurts. You feel like a schmuck when you do things like this and it's not fun. You didn't get anywhere. You just emptied your wallet and you feel like a chump because at the end of the day, she's fucking somebody else from work. It sucks.
But if you treat women right, they'll treat you right. And in this particular case, if you knew the book, you would know the signs to look for of interest versus no interest. Don't waste your time with women who are sitting on the fence about you. If a chick won't even jump a fucking puddle to be with you, why, why should you be willing to cross an ocean for? I mean, come on. Have some self-respect and some self-love, dude. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a, a paid coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon. 